0: Welcome to the Coffee Bar Stories, a DTZ Entertainment presentation hosted by Dad and Son. Alright, look at this. We're at episode 17. We thought we'd uh, do the having a bad day on the job type stories of people that we worked with. Or you may know, we're going to give you all some stories from bad days on some of the jobs i've worked and my son's worked through the years and basically we'll keep it kind of light we won't throw we won't throw nobody's names and addresses and emails and yeah (laughs) yeah we won't we won't won't go we won't get that but you'll get some of the things that we'll probably get into you you'll even have to be like oh yeah i know somebody's been there and stuff so all right son i'll let you start uh any early early years jobs that had some bad like but not for you necessarily no, bad days is uh, for somebody that you just was like oh lord actually yeah um the first job i had it was at like a burger place
1: and um our grill guy uh i guess just was already having a bad day the entire morning but like what when, when i came in there was like a 20 top or something that came in Oh no. Yeah, and they went up and we're talking to a server and the grill guy's just getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. And then all of a sudden, the server comes up to him, tells him that, uh, that's not the end of it. That's not, it's not just the 20 top. It's actually like 60 more people are coming in. It's like an entire graduating class or some shit like that. We don't oh. know what the occasion is, but it's just something that big. A lot of people are coming. The poor dude is constantly having to, uh, yeah, he was trying to compose himself. He was like, all right, I'm not going to fly off the handle here. He's like, need the job. Can't do this. going to try. He was like, I'm going to give it the good old try before I say fuck it and leave. <laughs> so...
0: I, I don't blame him. Yeah, there. so it goes through the
1: evening, and everybody, uh, the whole the, the entire party finally shows up and whatnot. And halfway through, uh, he's they're making everything and then sending it out as he's making it, basically. And, um, oh, okay. Instead of just making it all at once and then sending it out, because uh, I guess the party wanted it to just, once it's done, send it out. That way they can. Okay,
0: just uh, fill in the order mm-hmm. as... You but it, it, it started
1: as he was sending them out. He was starting to get orders coming back saying that he's made them wrong and um, it's a bunch of people being nitpicky about a lot of things like I didn't want uh, pickles on this or something like that but never told the server to write it on the ticket it's basically telling you now what you wanted on your sandwich after they've already done and made it for you
0: or if it's not even their sandwich brought to the wrong person maybe Uh,
1: no that night we were making sure we had the entire like kitchen as he was done making it we were taking it out it was the only tables we had that night we were all getting it out to the right people we were we were making okay, sure okay. so it it was there was no error in our part it was definitely like people just being changing their order in the drift of it mm-hmm. you you'll get you get people
0: that will do that Thank oh that yeah and the, this poor funny. guy
1: is constantly just having to remake stuff and he just he finally just said i'm out and he left that night i mean he the Manager's like, Nope, good, you're, you can go. Like, he, he didn't like walk out, walk out, he but he, he gave up and basically said, Can somebody please take this away from me? and had the manager come and relieve him of his shift. But you can tell this man was just the entire day and he had to stay like three hours extra because of the party that came in. I feel bad yeah, for the guy, and, 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 and then
0: burgers shop like that too. You're not paid, too. oh, you're not, you're definitely not paid, for not paid enough for the it's... amount of shit that he had to go through that night, and not you're not all. gonna end up getting any, any accurate for there it, it's sad customers are not good anymore there's no such thing as a good customer like they used to be mm-hmm. you you get your rude one here and there your picky one here and there but nothing like it is anymore anymore it's you see the push the points getting pushed for no real reason oh yeah almost if they have to it's it's almost an addiction that they gotta act like a jackass i mm-hmm. guess i know um when I was younger I worked as a dish dog at a restaurant. Um it was a family style restaurant. Yeah, and stuff. You know how we got them around here. But it's uh it was extremely popular. Everybody went there. You go in there, you'll know at least three or four tables in there people that you know, you know from the town around town and everything and stuff like that and i I got a job there uh because uh meemaw she you know because of course they were regulars there coffee and stuff being old you always had coffee in the morning and stuff Mm -hmm. so she got me a job there while i was in high school doing uh dishes half your shift and then you bus tables the other half or vice versa because there's two two guys on usually oh okay and you take out the trash at night and throughout the night and uh One night we were doing tables. I was uh, busting the tables first and the guy that was working with me was doing the dishes and I'm busting tables, taking them back and he's, you know, got a rhythm going and stuff. So we were working really good together and it was kind of busy dinner rush and everything. We get through the dinner rush. I go out there, you know, go back out to bust the last of the rush tables are done. Yeah. I go in the back, and he's like, all right, time to switch. I said, that's fine. Okay. So we switch it up. For some reason this evening, there was an extra rush that came in. Maybe nine tables showed up. Oh, And okay. this place has probably got 15, 16 tables, 17, if not more, plus a counter to sit out. So yeah. So it's got a seating capacity. But about that many tables, about seven, eight tables, I hear him cussing out there because he's got to get water out mm-hmm. to these tables and these people and everything and i i don't know if they're being rude i don't They're know if they're bowlers that were drinking yeah you know what what it was but i'm in the back doing dishes you know and he's bringing back some of the uh cleanup dishes for the evening that will break down coffee pots i'm not going to use stuff like that and i do certain cleans with them i'm doing that kind of stuff next thing i know He's out there throwing a the fit, cussing. <laughs> I open the door, look out the door. He has tripped over two chairs with tubs. Oh, poor he would overfill the tubs mm-hmm. up of dishes that he left at another table. He get he brings it in there and he shoves the t- tub onto the thing. And I just told him, "Go on, I'll empty it for you real quick." He goes out to get the other tub, and just as he's coming, I don't know what she's a cook there, and she was done. You know, she was done for the evening. Okay, uh, yeah. Th- uh, she she only works up till dinner rush, and after dinner rush, she leaves. And then there's this uh, younger cook, lady cook, that finishes out the night, you know. Yeah, okay. And I think she comes in later, too. But the older cook goes out, but she goes, shoves the door. I think she kind of did it all the time. Shoves it real big because it's a swing door. Okay. Just as she shoved it, he walked into it. It oh, shoved that yeah. tub up. All the coffee water and everything he's been pouring went down the front of him. Oh, man. Oh, he, it dropped it, too, on top of it. Stuff, and she's freaking out. I go out help him clean it up. stuff. He goes to get a different apron and goes to, you know, finish up busting tables and doing stuff. And guys are asking for uh, sodas. They're asking for this and asking for that. He's running over to get it for him while he's out there because they kind of tell you if you can, go get it for him. Yeah. Help the waitresses. Cause we were down to maybe one, two waitresses. it by this point, closing in probably about 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And these people are on the back half of their dinner by this point. That he's just getting knocked around. I'm, I'm in there. I got all the dishes that he's brought in. Tubs ready. Everything. I go out there to see if I can help him. I go out there. The way this guy was sitting, he was sitting like sideways with his leg hanging out the chair. Yeah. And the dude, and the bus guy. That I'm working with he picks up the tub and as he turns he trips over the guy's foot and just everything goes every damn place oh, Dude gets kind of shitty to him too, you know, like watch where you're walking or type deal, right? Mm-hmm. It, and he gets he picks up the tub and that guy's still kind of braiding him. Now I'm walking out to go grab the tub from and He just slams it right back down. Good water and stuff that's still that that was left in it yeah. from the fall and come flying up, got on the guy and everything. He just walked over it, didn't take off the apron nothing, walked on out, got in his car and drove up, <laughs> went home. And I went over there and I manager or whatever. She came over there and she jumped on the guy's ass for what he did and what he said. Yeah. I cleaned up everything and she told me, you know, you're you're not coming. Don't come back for a week or so. Don't bother coming back. Yeah. For like, about a week. Because he was, a, I guess he was a regular there. Because I wouldn't know if he's a day regular. Because a lot of them come in, you know, I was in high school. So I didn't work during the day there usually. Maybe Maybe a Saturday or Sunday, but very seldom. He walked out. He kept his job. They let him come back because the manager well, said cool. it. And she said it was ridiculous. He just had a bed. Every time he turned around and yeah. it was something with it. He, I don't know if he smoked pot or something and just got out of control with it, you know, as far as like got the drops and stuff and mm-hmm. couldn't get away from it. Oh, yeah. That restaurant was strange, though, as far as the way they had it set up and you worked. I I appreciate they split you up. If you're dish dogs, you didn't have to stay in the back. You could do tables real yeah. wild and i never really did too much fast food i mostly if it was a restaurant it like i worked at another restaurant that was in town that is on the family style too but all you did was uh, wash the dishes they didn't allow the dishwashers to go up and bust tables they just oh, okay. came they just came up and grabbed the uh, tubs mm-hmm. on the carts. So they a the cart back they had the tubs on them yeah. If you've seen, back in my era, if you've seen the guys that did dishes that worked during the days and stuff that were dish dogs, mm-hmm. they were mostly your drunks. They were not your... You oh, could, it's you, the people you, you don't want at, to see in public, basically. Yeah, you looked at them, you could tell. they These, the guys' scraffly beards, and they just rough-looking, not very well-kept hygiene wise well, either. Their baths, basically, is the way as they get it, doing the dishes, <laughs> so and stuff. And I, I understood why that restaurant did it. But yeah. I. I, did, I was doing dishes there, and they had this one dish guy. He was a drunk, but he's kind of like a touch ignorant. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like kicked in the head by a mule ignorant, you know? Mm. You can't pinpoint it on nothing. He may have been slow, but his jerk-ass demeanor of him and attitude, it turned you off. So you couldn't really symp- have sympathy for the dude, right? Yeah. Like I said, he was a boozer. Well, he, I guess the night before, I'm coming in, we'll say 2 o'clock, I start my show. So he's probably dishwashing. from I don't think they had anybody there I think he came in like at 10 o'clock till 2 is what he did dishes to okay. and then I'd take over but I came in at 2 on this one day he'd been there and I don't know what happened the night before what he did where he's at what are you to happen but I'd come in I get ready to do the dishes and I'm in the back uh area where they keep the stock and stuff at you know the cane goods yeah and stuff like that while well, I'm back there smoking a cigarette before I gotta start and I see the police walk in the front door I could see the cop car pull up alongside the restaurant oh, okay the yeah door. I heard the door open so I knew they walked in and I come out there and headed into the kitchen and <laughs> next thing I know is I come in the kitchen down the hall from the door I could look out two cops Come in and shoved me out of the way and jumped on the dishwasher. And this poor dishwasher, he lifting up the uh, arms to the washer itself. Yeah. and he's pulling out the rack because they jumped on him. Oh. He goes down. Thank God it was plastic cups. He was washing at the time. Okay, yeah. Because he took the tray with him when oh, he shit. went down. They took him down. They and these cops. One he got kind of perturbed. You know, cussing. You know how the police are when they're arresting you and all. Mm-hmm. He he's down here cussing at them and everything and handcuffing them and they're slipping and sliding. Oh around. my God. And then he said something smart-ass to him. And if you know what a kitchen floor in a in a family restaurant looks like, oh, especially yeah. at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it's nothing but a, a grease pit of slime, you know, Ugh. especially being over in the area, by oh, the yeah. dishwashing area. The cook's area was right by it, too, so all that grease and everything's there. Yuck. He, oh, they yeah. put his pace right down on that dessert. You know, working him around. They gave him a good workout with that one. They didn't hurt him, beat him. They just made sure that he understood. They weren't too happy about it. He did something kind of stupid. (laughs) But I was like, man, now that's a bad day at work. Oh, definitely. Because because from what i heard from like the waitresses is that he was getting in trouble by the owner and the owner's wife because she was head waitresses oh okay so i mean it was just from what i can figure the best because i didn't really find out too much was he probably got drunk that night real real wasted did some kind of stupid things and uh didn't get caught or got away that night yeah they found out or somebody came home to it to what he had done maybe oh okay and yeah. knew he did it or had a camera or whatever and had him you know because this is like late 80s you know 88 89 era oh okay. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you know i mean way back and you know i was in high school at the time still work or uh going to school and uh, doing part-time and stuff yeah they arrested him dragged him out i don't know if he came back though i don't remember because i didn't work there too much longer i after that I, maybe six months more so who knows what happened with him because mm-hmm. they had other dish washing jobs you see that turn over a lot too i worked in a place that also in high school that was a now this wasn't a family restaurant this was like an upscale restaurant uh businessmen go there to eat they have cloth linens
1: okay like a f- extreme a, fine dining yeah yeah
0: fine dines what okay. it basically was because you had dishwashers in the back and they never came out waiters had you weren't bus boys i don't know what they called you you're like waiters assistants you set the tables you cleared them off you brought water you if you're 18 you could get them alcohol if they wanted more alcohol
1: oh okay as
0: long as you're as long as you let your uh waiter know now the thing with that you worked with one waiter you and him split the tip or you got a percentage of his tips or something like that okay i was it being there working there it was fancy and stuff and i knew how you wore a bow tie and i knew what i was doing i i would clean my area up get it all in the back and stuff like that and you would separate it things form because you're coming back with the stuff you're not putting it in a tub when you go to clean these tables off, you're doing this in a different fashion. There's, It's not like, you know, Applebee's or whatnot to where they got people barking behind you to get at that table. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like that. These are a lot of reservations. They spend time. There's a business guy that actually came every week. On, I forget what day it was. but He'd be there an hour and a half, two hours mm-hmm. for dinner, eating, and he, he did a lot of his work there, too. Oh, you know, okay. You you've yeah, seen yeah. him going through. He, he'd have his paperwork out and files and whatnot because he'd take a table by himself a four-person table by himself so he had the space so when you take the dishes back you know you got them all separated the uh, salad plates and all this right yeah and there was one dish dogs they were good at what they did and everything I don't really know what lifestyle they had because I didn't associate with them too much so because they were obviously older 21 and older than me but if this was college for them work or what. There was one of the people that did what I did. They never separated nuts. They were always shoving dishes back at them. And uh, th- the person was a pain. It was a female. She was just a pain. Okay. And waiter- waiters and waitresses could not stand to have her work with them. Because she'd throw fits about. They didn't give her what she was owed on tip. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, she she was real young and really, really shady. She was the type of girl that you just didn't trust with anything. You I don't know if she thought she was slick. People would overlook things. But she was very obvious in game playing.
1: Oh, trying yeah.
0: to trying to always get something over on somebody. You know, it's nothing like a dumb blonde trying to out-fool you. She, all night, I guess, it, there was problems out of her with the kitchen staff, cooks included, and uh, the wait staff. And what she, she took a gravy boat and threw it at them. with oh, no. the gravy in it over and said something went to walk out. They came. They have this bucket. It's like soapy water that takes stuff that they need to scrub up. the way in case it's something that's like burnt on or caked on okay it's it's a it's a good five gallon bucket of soapy water they took that out two of them went all the way out to the waitress well it's not a waitress station it's waiting station but it's where all of us the waiters and the bussers okay all work they went all the way out to that and dumped that on the back of her when she wasn't looking dumped it on her um, she get let out of the yell and the manager 30 year old guy manager type deal yeah he just come around the corner grabbed her by the arm walked her straight through the kitchen to the kitchen through the kitchen right to the very back door told her she was done working there and that's enough is enough you cause enough chaos in man oh my god yeah because the guy's went back out and started cleaning up the mess they made right away they just oh fixed. they knew oh they knew yeah and he they didn't get fired or nothing they expected to be fired but they were gonna clean up their mess regardless for what, yeah I gave that to him I was like wow yeah <laughs> cuz I mean she she was something else I never had no problems with her because I never had what? to deal with her. yeah the school she went to I also had a reputation at that school because of a different another guy at that school that me and him had gotten into it so she was she knew that i wouldn't put up with it you know i had a bad reputation i wouldn't put up with that so she left me alone she had no reason to talk to me because i i can't do nothing for her yeah i mean at the best me if she would ask me anything be like hey i work this night can you cover for me and i'll work this night for you that would be the only only thing she would ever ask me is something like that the other people there man she was a tyrant. yeah that's no fun um I had uh, uh
1: at the same burger place uh, from the first story um had a had had a different grill guy though he was actually really new i guess nobody liked he was taught how to do grill he was taught wrong and they taught him how to do it wrong on purpose i guess he was just i was just right out the bat he was just a douchebag thinking he was hot shit or something
0: Uh oh yeah turned off his trainer
1: Mm -hmm. so what he uh what the trainer told him to do was anything you had didn't matter what it was jam it down that meat slot just jam it down there anything it is if it's uh, like oh you missed the burger accidentally chopped it in half nah just shut it off the grill, jam it down that meat slide into the grease trap. It's cool. Oh, He's, like, okay. well, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, because we'll teach you how to do the grease trap later. Going through the day, doing everything wrong and whatnot, like he was taught, quote unquote. And it comes for him to finally leave. Before you left at this place, you were supposed to do, like, side work. Like, you, you were, uh, if, if you used meat, or obviously you were going to, you panned up more. Then you would empty the grease trap for the next grill guy and then go mop something and then you can leave or some shit like that. Oh, okay. And so he threw a fit about all of this, I mean everybody did, but he threw like a major fit about it and said, fine, whatever. And then went to go empty the grease trap. And I don't know what he thought, and I'm sure you know what a grease trap looks like. Ours was a deep well, he just went as hard as he could and Flung it out of there and just splattered grease all over himself, all in his shoes, all down his pants, oh. all up his uh, his shirt into his face and hair. The, all the slosh of mm-hmm. it, yeah. Oh, it was bad. And then nobody
0: felt bad for him either. That was the worst part.
1: I mean, sometimes, I mean, yeah, like an do, asshole, you get what you get.
0: Yeah, the way you portray yourself in a workplace, and you'll find in the food industry, especially oh, all yeah. across the board. Being a petty person, new—I'll say new—petty person, yeah. You're—they're gonna get you. They're oh, gonna yeah, definitely. be uh, relentless against you. You also get it on both ways. You also oh, got yeah. that one that's been there forever that's just a jerk, and all the new people—they're, you know, when the new person comes in, nicest person you ever meet, and they're to the, treat them like crap. You know? Yeah, you, I've you had get a it few of those people because I did a lot of industry work. Um, you get that alpha male type. Mm -hmm. syndrome going on in a lot of places and it is and it is testosterone driven type work where you're just like beasting stuff around it's all physical tough manly labor i guess is Mm -hmm. how you feel especially in that era like through the 90s of my working there is a lot really like that male oh go get it oh yeah and uh you'd see them at like some of the places i work they would be jacked up to this high level Thinking they were the greatest, and all of a sudden, like a good example, it was a printing place, and the guy he thought he was the greatest thing in the world on driving forklifts. That's what his job was was like, supply the paper to the presses, unload the trucks of the press paper, and throw small skids on trucks that he can't get them on because a lot of this is a uh, local news, local newspaper to uh, college paper prints. Oh, okay. basically what it is. So they're not in these massive runs like you would a post-dispatch or something. I'm working there and the guys, he just so full of himself and in his skill levels and so one day he's out in the back. He's got these these rolls and he stacks them up maybe I think they could go about seven or eight high which is about 60 feet in the air at the very top and the lift that what it does is it's a lift that's called a clamp truck and it squeezes just a little bit on it and the roll and then you lift it up because you can't go real tight because it'll crush, crush yeah. it right so you just enough and then you lift it up put it on top let go and then so he's stacking these up and we here we're in here and this is with the press running Each presses are out. All you hear is boom, 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 boom on a loud basis in a big room area. Okay. He's on the air side of a wall from us. All of a sudden we hear boom, loud, like the building shook. Bam, we come running. You know, our press operators, because I worked as an assistant at that time. I wasn't an operator yet, but I was as an assistant. So me and two of the other assistants take off front and wide. The press operators we're starting to slow down the press and shut them down oh, okay. to see what the hell because you just can't dead stop these things you'll snap it's a mess so we take off find out what the hell's going on and next thing i know we get around the corner there's paper everywhere like somebody had exploded oh. uh, it like put like an m80 in the in the ground uh-huh. just a little bit and lit it that's what it was like everywhere but in paper this thing, he had gotten it all the way to the very top and him not paying attention grabbed the wrong lever instead of, he went to grab the lever that would lean the mass forward that has, that's lifted it up in the air to lean the roll forward and he can set it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't push the wrong one. Plus he wasn't close enough at the time either we noticed, but he grabbed the wrong one and he pushed the handle cause it don't take much to start to release that. Well, he gave it a little bit of extra push, I guess, mm. and it clamps opened up quick. Let that thing free fall straight down oh. 60 feet. Boom! It blew, because it wrapped in uh, the the type of paper you use in paper bags. Okay. That's what's around this thing. Round, you know, because you know what newspaper yeah, feels yeah. like. And, and that roll, it's a, it was like a 42-inch roll, too, so that's a tall roll. You Know 42 inches wide, I guess, is yeah. what it is, and stuff. And these things are probably about, and the, when the roll's standing up, about just I say about four feet, four and a half feet tall. Okay, of a roll, and the core of it is only about three inches around, so there's not a big gorgeous so that's a lot of paper everywhere he tried to he looked at our supervisor coming around the corner press operator you know because we're howling at this point we know what happened me and the other two guys Mm -hmm. press operators we're laughing our ass off we dropped we stopped dropped and fell and laughed like oh no you way you stupid idiot (laughs) you know yeah and they come around he's you can hear him trying to come up excuses and everything our supervisor of, of our press operators of us you know he he, looked and he goes no 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 stop before you go into any excuse like you have told us all these years and keep throwing it in our faces that you're the best of at this scenario all this this is what the best gets us huh he goes next time maybe you'll keep your rhetoric back and i was like holy crap and he goes now you get to go up and explain to such and such it was a higher up boss oh okay yeah why he just lost a whole roll of this that you know and it was purely because the guy was so full of himself and got so used to everything just goes easy oh yeah he just stopped paying attention he didn't last too much longer after that either Hmm. i think he got an argument with one of the upstairs guys that's how it usually goes yeah because he he kind of he didn't know how to communicate with people i i think was his problem i don't think he knew how to just rein it in it was full-blown, everything in your face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just up in there. Oh, when I worked at the pool. Oh. Now, talking about a bad day on the job there. I had a lifeguard. I went up to relieve this life, uh, a lifeguard at the top of the slide. And what you do is you check bracelets... Um, if they have if it's a two hour bracelet you look to see what time they got it if it's a sl- uh, ride bracelet you cut like 10 rides you cut each slid o- you know on the bracelets so, until 10 are used yeah. type deal why well, wouldn't relieve this one girl and she wasn't feeling that well is why they sent me up there to early to take it because i or just got off of uh the diving well lifeguarding and they asked me to go up and cover her because she wasn't feeling well at the time. I go up there. And she's like, Oh, thank you, you know. She hands me the scissors and she bends down to grab her cup. And she's like, Oh, and she gets sick a little bit, right? Okay. And she gets oh I'm sorry. And she's standing up going, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, she grabbed her she's got her towel now and she goes to wipe wipe her face a little bit with the towel. She leans back too much against the slide and slips over it and right into where the jets are hitting uh. right off. Get shot. I couldn't grab her in time. Oh, she man. shot down the damn damn uh, slide. I sh- went down after to make sure she'd be all right. Oh, okay. Because I, I had a ways from working there. When I did work there at nights, we had uh, used to do things on a slide that you're not allowed to do. So I knew how to get down a slide twice as fast as a normal rider
1: could. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: because I know how. Like, on a water slide, it, when it's fully running... The water that's going down, the water in front of you keeps you from going as fast as you could possibly go. We used to, when I worked midnights, we'd take a garden hose to the top, put it the garden hose and just trickle it and walk up the slides, spitting the water back and forth with our feet, you know, kicking it back and forth to wet the slide. Get up top, standing up, going down this thing. You can stand up with one foot in front of the other and just t- tap off sides mm. to keep yourself from going all the way out. You just do it like that. You go flying. Now, we had a buddy. He wouldn't stand up, but when we do that, he'd go down, you know, grab the bar and swing down like you would if the water was on normally. Oh, okay. When he did that, he decided to do that, which we warned him against. When he hit the third curve, it decided to throw him on out. And he oh. landed in the bushes because you know where I'm talking about. It had that yeah. slight hill. Okay, the hill that's facing towards the parking lot of the of the gymnasium park. Okay that side of the hill he oh, landed out on from the curb shit. and so because there's nothing in there to slow you down nothing and we're just sloshing the water up so this thing is slick its ice oh. but the minute it dries God forbid it, it, it will you'll hear that eat on uh-huh. your skin yeah we used to do a lot of we've had quite a few mishaps out there we couldn't tell nobody about oh yeah definitely. But, shoot we had one um stand worker there she had her him, him, and her had a really bad day. They decided to break up on their shifts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess I, this is just, now. This is what I was told is that I, because I, I didn't really know they were dating or not. Now, but I do know the aftermath of argument. I guess I'll okay. Say. You know, supposedly it was they broke up in the middle of the shift, and I guess he had gotten a pretzel. You get a, a hot pretzel, and they you, you can get dipping cheese with it. Right? Yeah. Well, I guess he went and got to put, squirt some dipping cheese into it, and so maybe it splashed on her or something like that. And it started a tit for tat type thing, and then an argument ensued from there, right? Okay. Next thing I know, they say, <laughs> I seen it. One grab pizza. Okay, it just come out of the oven. Pizza. And slammed it off the side of his face. Oh. <laughs> and it, it burned in him, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> then he, then he chucks hot cheese at her. Then they start the barrage of whatever's near them, whatever's laying out there, and it's a concession stand at the pool. Served an array of things: hot dogs, chips, and bags. You you name it. This they they made sure they supplied it. You you didn't weren't short. Ice creams, whatever, right? Okay. And it's just a melee in there. People that other concession stand workers, they flat out windows and ran outdoors. Cause these two, I mean, they were after food. stopped flying in there, hot chili oh, lids, God. that parts ladles, oh. stuff like that too. Holy crap! How pissed can
1: y'all be? Oh
0: man! Well, they both they both got fired. Oh, obviously. Yeah. For it, but uh, I think it was his dad, the guy's dad. Uh, was friends with somebody that works for the city and had got those two at the job there that oh, summer. Oh, man. So, oh, man, I can only imagine how that reflected. I mean, because it was destroyed. Oh, they, I, they didn't, the concession stand didn't open back up that day. Hell, I think three work, the three workers, because there was five people in there, because there's, there's so much going on when the pool's open. You need that many in there. A couple window, because you serve two, two or three windows are open. And then people getting things in the background together too. Okay. So, yeah, there's a there's a whole rigmarole to this thing. So three of them are cleaning. A couple of us went in to help and stuff. And they fired them. It was a just. Desi- I mean, it was horrible. People breaking into a school to trash it. Oh, okay. That's basically what it looked like. Like it was. It was not a food fight. It was like they just went there just to trash the place. Oof. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. A bad day on the job. <laughs> for everybody involved everyone indeed now the pool job there there was where you you had more issues not with co-workers it was with the swimmers between you always got your runner and you, you, the kids that want to run can't swim oh. And at that pool it had a separate diving well that's all it was for it was a pool a square the squared pool with two diving boards to it you didn't swim in it you dove in swam to the side got out you know the yeah okay big pool where you swim it would never fail that's one of the reasons why i hated the diving well lifeguarding it when it was a lot of young kids there you know we're talking Mm -hmm. from seven to 15. they get up on the diving board not knowing how to swim and try to jump towards the sidewall oh my gosh you know and this and the way this pool was set up it didn't have sides to it it was the water was level with the ground it was uh-huh. a splash over pool, that's okay. what it is. It just run, it's a run over. I mean, not a splash over, a run over pool is what it basically, all of it is. It's just graded all the way around. Mm-hmm. Water comes up even. So these kids, they're trying to jump towards the side. Here I am. As soon as they do it, I can tell they can't swim. Well, besides, they're him hauling around a lot on the, on the diving board. Yeah. And I don't tell them, I don't yell at them to jump, hurry up and jump, you know, dive in. I tell them, if you ain't going, get down. Yeah. Now, don't even, you've wasted too much time, now climb down. Because I already know they can't swim. I'm going to end up jumping in. And when I see them go ahead and they do run and jump, and the way they do it, there's a way they jump out, and they, you can see their turning towards the wall and their hands are already reaching like they're going to grab the side Uh, of it i'm already jumping in the pool i'm going in already before they're hitting the ground or the water that pool's i think 17 feet deep is how deep it is oh oh yeah yeah it's not it's deep you're not touching the bottom on a foot dive off the 10 foot high dive and i'd have to jump right in grab the little turds up Take them to the side, get them out. And, of course, here comes a second lifeguard because two of us got to be on it when we pull a kid from the water. Mm-hmm. Even knowing it's not a life and death situation. I used to hate that because here comes a, you know, the poor person climbing down their lifeguard station, coming all the way over, telling swimmers to get, you know, get out. You know, there's a couple of times we had clear pools because of it oh um, yeah that's never fun well the ones that really ticked me off are the parents that bring the young ones that aren't watching them oh, okay. and coming up to you saying they can't find their child and the last time they seen them they were over by the big pool mm-hmm. well the big pool's an ocean of people in there you ain't gonna see who's what and what what is what yeah you know what i mean so now we gotta hit the whistles we're blowing the whistles and one of us will get down and make a phone call to the main office. They'll call it over to intercom and yeah. tell everybody to get out of the pool. And we got to do a body check. <laughs> Come to find out the kid's sitting over in a concession stand with a buddy talking or something. Yeah. <laughs> or in a kiddie, it, it kills you. You know, it's like, I mean, I get the safety part. But mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you keeping an eye on your child better if you know they do this? Yeah. That killed me. That 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 used to annoy the shit out of me. Is, have, is parents freaking out and losing her children and kids jumping in the deep the diving well they couldn't swim knowing they can't swim it's that is oh well. a sad thing but. did you uh, ever work with you at one of the other places you worked You're just a bumbling idiot <laughs> uh, i mean quite
1: a few different people actually we had this one guy um uh, we called him the cyber goth or some shit like that. It was he was just a fucking weirdo, man. And he, the first day I met him, like when I when I first got hired, because this was the second job I worked and everything. He was like, "Yeah, uh, my name is so and so, and I was raised by wolves." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, cool, whatever, bro." <laughs> and he, and it wasn't. It's, it's just something throwaway to be like yo a quirky one line opener break the ice be cool with the new co-worker no it, he was dead serious he was raised by wolves he wasn't but he believes he was oh and wow. it was a big I mean, it, it spirals down and down and down to a bunch of lies that he likes to spew and little white lies that don't mean anything like nothing would have changed if you didn't say this yeah like, no, I know what you you've gained nothing you've lost nothing this was for nothing this dude couldn't get anything right. He said he was allergic to quite literally everything that we used to cook with, so he could not do it. And he also apparently could not read at all. He would look at our order boards and he's like, "Yeah, I can't read it. It's a bunch of gibberish." And oh, I'm, because I'm,
0: it's not spelled out. No, it's because
1: on. it's not something he wanted to do. No, yeah, it's. But it, and and it, he, it, he he, and he swore that he could not. That no, he's like, "Yeah, I graduated high school and all this because I had a reader." Assigned to me and all this shit, and he was he was disabled, and we've came to find out that he was lying about all this crap after his parents came in one day looking for him because he said he was or he said he was going to work but he didn't he wasn't at work because they were supposed to surprise him. I guess it was his birthday or some shit and he said he was going to work and then never showed up because he was sneaking out to his buddies. And we all started asking his parents, since they were there, a bunch of this crap they told us. And they're like, why is he telling you all this stuff? This isn't real. Like, we are his parents, he wasn't raised by wolves, he's like, he has a normal house upbringing, we don't beat him, we feed him every day, we love him, why is he (laughs) telling you this stuff? And we're like, what the fuck?
0: Actually, right there tells me you, you need to take him to therapy because like I understand the embellishing because you want friends, but also he's trying to get validated. See, yeah, see, he's looking for validation. He needs. Now, I'm not gonna say like therapy, like you know, psych drugs and and hooking him up to the shocker. Not like that. But needs a counselor. Speaks to him. Why are you looking for validation like that? What, what are you lacking that you don't feel validated for? Yeah, now, now, like if that. you want validation for your work ethic and the crap I just heard you tell me, I'm sorry, you're not going to get validated like Oh, yeah, that. no. Cause you it, know. And
1: also, when uh, he was working things, he would do our truckload. He'd put that away. I don't know how he got that job if he couldn't read. But he wouldn't rotate products either. Come to find out, I'd go into the, I'd go into our walk-in for something, and then uh, come out, and then somebody else would go in for the same exact thing after I put it away, and come back with a whole new version of it that was dated six months prior that I didn't even know existed. Oh yeah. And it, it was constant like that, and I, it came to the point where like, yo, can you take his job over? And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> Like, you, yeah. you hired this idiot. You deal with this idiot. I'm not dealing with this idiot. It's
0: not my job. Nowadays, it seems like besides they're begging for workers everywhere, it's like if somebody doesn't want to do it, okay, that's fine then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it happens everywhere anymore. It, it's gotten to the point where when I used to get jobs and everything, you went in I don't care if you got past your 90 days or not. You went in every day. We're there to prove yourself every day. Yeah. Your job was in jeopardy every day you walked in that Mm -hmm. door. That's how they played it to you. Yeah. There's points. You hit them, you're gone. I don't care if you are the best we got on this line or that. or. Mm -hmm. They didn't play games. That I respect. That's when you knew. Well, this guy, here I am, busting my hump every day, showing up on time, and then Joe Schmoll over here decides to show up on occasions on time and stuff like that. You do nothing, too. Yeah. See, there's places like that that have gotten to the point where you sour great workers. You're going to find your good workers leave you. That's where it's getting to. It's getting to a point now where people aren't aren't what do a ton of work when they can see somebody else that isn't doing it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's another story of, you know, you're working hard. Here's Jimbo over there jerking around all day. And then the boss comes up. And at the end of that day, Jimbo is let go with a pink slip. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I don't feel bad now. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I don't feel like, well, why am I doing the right thing and working hard? When and, and he's getting exactly everything I'm getting and doing a quarter of all of it. Yeah. And it's, it's it gets hard and people get sick and tired of that. Mm-hmm. And when they walk. You lose good workers. Got that to or big. they
1: start doing the same thing Joe Schmoe is doing.
0: And then the, then, and then yeah, that
1: becomes a cycle too.
0: Then the reputation of your company starts up mm-hmm. big time. There's there's a couple companies I know that if well the guys I know if they get a phone call from that place hey this is such you know such and such place we have a job opening they'll laugh at go oh hell no I'm not no thank you and hang up on they won't work there because they all the things they've heard about it and stuff like that they're like no there's no why would i want to put myself through that abuse Mm -hmm. long hours the pay ain't very good they screw up on your hours quite a bit yeah it ain't that they screwed up they didn't keep you there long enough although they kept you there long enough they just didn't decide to pay you for the hours long enough oh yeah (laughs) that kind of thing oh i missed that i'm sorry here i get you on your next paycheck and next thing you know your next paycheck they cut you back to 32 so you just got those two those we'll say two hours you lost are now given back to you but at regular pay Mm -hmm. because you lost them in overtime they screwed your overtime up but the week after that they put you on 32 hours so here now you got 34 hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know company there's i'm not saying all of them or anything like but there's companies out there that will do that to you i i worked at one place where a guy came out these are machine operating guys i'll fire all of you i forget what the problem was i'll fire every one of you right now and have a whole new crew in here he made about two phone calls and found out that wasn't happening Mm -hmm. it it wasn't the reputation of the company the minute he told him you know he called him hey you put in for this position blah 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 and yeah, and they're qualified, obviously, to run the machine. He tells them what the pay rate is. They're like, no, I you, you need to put about two or three more dollars of that. No, I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm not coming for that. I mean, this is this place low has low balls. Probably still does to this day. Low ball. They're employees all the time. Yeah, that's not fair. It's it is what they de- is. It's like like I was told one time at a place. If you don't like it. Go find another job. All right, then. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, it's honest. What you're going to do, just keep crying at the same place you're at. That's what you say. You don't like it? Go find another job. Mm-hmm. That or shut the hell up and get back to work. You know, nobody's holding you here. You know, they, Now, you may be held there by your uh, situation in life as far as, you know, I got bills that have to be paid because I don't want to. I ain't a big cardboard box fan. And oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to keep the roof over my head and food in my stomach, you know yeah if the situation's like that and so but i've seen people i've seen guys get madder. what hand on the job and walk right everybody like yeah he ain't gonna walk right out on him and not return oh not this call later oh i was mad and none of it i'm done here screw this goodbye i'm done walk mm-hmm. on out not act like a jackass not turn a table over throw a tool whatever Nothing. No, nope. just walked on out got in their vehicle went on home most likely had a new job right away anyway knowing those guys but oh yeah i watched watched quite a few different guys just say all right then that's what you want to tell me a couple the couple times i've seen it i got to watch the aftermath of yeah that was a nice thing to say that really worked out well tell me you don't like it, go find another job or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now you're short a man and you got told three times that Tim he was sending you somebody and the people didn't show up. I'm amazed. Let's see. A guy that showed up every day, did his job, didn't want to hear what he had to say that day. He told me if he did, you didn't like it, go get another job. And so he did. <laughs> you know, that cracks me up when well, yeah. you see that because then the person's just fuming and you know that they made the mistake because they start making up, you know, well, he didn't do all that much anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, definitely. Man. It's like, you're lying, sack of crap. We're behind now. You're, you're watching your production or your lead time or whatever the hell it is go up and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're so mad because you couldn't bite your tongue and not be that jerk for two seconds. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now you're out a good worker and you ain't getting nobody in because your temps, if they show up, Only stick around for a few minutes and then decide this ain't for me and walk on out. (laughs) They're not, you know, we're not committed. (laughs) It's sad.
1: I'm just glad that right now where I work, I don't have to deal with temps.
0: Yeah, that's, oh, man. Temping, I don't know what it's like now, but temping there when the economy was uproaring roaring and jobs were plentiful there. When we would get temps at that job, I I was worried. I worked at it. Show up a couple days. Just, you see, like some of the guys I worked with, they said, man, most of these guys here, these temps that are coming because they knew some of the guys. They'd be like, man, they're only here to get some money. They're, they'll be here maybe two days, three days, or they'll show up until they're told not to on occasion, late. Uh, yeah. Show up, we'll say they showed up to not Monday, but Tuesday. Maybe worked all day Tuesday, maybe worked a little bit Wednesday and Thursday, not full days, and then didn't come back. <laughs> that happens a lot. And the sad part with that is is they leave a lot undone, and they're not telling nobody, hey, I didn't finish this and this off, so you may want to get that done type deal. See, that's what sucks. Real Radio Show, Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time, DJ CO1. That's some of the bad days that some of the places I worked I've had. Yeah, I haven't had too many, too many happen where my bad days were bad. The worst day I had at work really is just nothing but frustration.
1: Uh, I, th- I think it's other things. about I've the never, same for
0: me. Yeah, I've never had where I drop stuff all over myself for <laughs> <laughs> nothing or nothing or you know or. Deep pants in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think nothing, I've had anything bad like, ha- like, like that happen that. either. <laughs> like that. I've always been lucky. I've, I've watched some people, man, just advise mm-hmm. themselves at work on a bad day. I've One guy, oh, here's a good one. A place I worked, one guy was given a chance to get out of what he started with okay. his mouth. And he couldn't. He just couldn't stop it couldn't shut the hell up and <laughs> kept running and running and the boss we had nice guy and everything kind of cut people breaks all the time finally he said one word i forget what it was what he what the word was he said but it that was it he goes you're out of here you're fired and we're all like dude you realize how far you pushed him to get fired oh yeah definitely you know i mean this guy he's notorious for letting people get away with a lot you wouldn't let it go. I mean, he's at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes worth of having a chance to keep his job. And he screwed, he finally screwed it in the end. You get those ones, they just cannot stop themselves. It's, it's like, I gotta demise myself. It's like, you're not losing face, it, it's, it's your boss. If you messed up, you messed up. You forgot to do something, you forgot to do something. Make it back up, you know? A lot of, lot of places i worked, the bosses were cool about it. People just didn't, well, I don't like being told, dude. That's what the hell happens here. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what, that's why he's in charge. That's why you answer to him. That's why you have a do, job. Do, do you see how this <laughs> yeah, works? Like what the you hell? Know, you know, if you don't want to answer nobody, you got to start your own business, win the lottery. Uh, something yeah you know be a publisher's clearing house sweepstakes (laughs) prize winner somebody like that or whatever you know I mean you're going to have to make it your own and I do understand how people well they shouldn't be telling us this that rules are rules follow them you don't like it move on Mm -hmm. it's a job unless it pays an exorbitant pay rate like these benefits and all this you can't nowhere would be able to find for yourself anywhere else then okay it's time to Sit down and figure out why the hell you're not getting along there, or figure or why this or that's going on. That don't come along very long. You better figure out how to keep that job. And oh, how yeah, to, definitely. And how to make it there with Peace Flesh. You know, make it to where you don't mind going there. It's not, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> because I've seen, I've known guys, especially, especially in my early 20s guys that got great jobs i'm talking jobs i'd cut my right arm off at that time in life to have you know mm-hmm. and be there a year six months whatever and eight months and piss it away uh, it's like you jerk you know and of course i'd try to get it but you know some of them places it's who you know and yeah what, you know stuff like that and that that used to get to me it's like man you guys you don't get it man this these opportunities aren't gonna keep coming to you Mm-hmm. Just because a relative here helped you out on this job, and then maybe a family member over here helps you with a different job, you know, and these are all really good jobs, you're going to burn the bridge. Eventually, your professional name is going to get tarnished to where a company ain't going to touch you. Yeah. And a lot of these guys, they had the cushion job. You're basically showing up. Yeah, you may have to put in an 8 to 10-hour day or maybe even 12, but in reality of work, that you put in is maybe two hours and it's not hard. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, that's what I I don't get from peop- some people. It's just like, man. And, and I'm talking guys that don't even have like addictions to things, you know, like drugs or alcohol or anything. I'm just talking, didn't want to do it. No, I didn't want to get up that early. I don't oh, know. Oh like, yeah. yeah it's silliness. It's mm-hmm. like, and you can tell it's being young. But it's like, I, 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 you know, all well, the guys are going, you know, there's this big party and, and everybody's going to be there. Well, dude, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be there. So it's not everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is not going to be the once in a lifetime happening for you, brother. Trust me. At your age, you're going to see more. But they don't get that. They're like, man, I got to go to this. Yeah. And, screw, and if they don't understand it, work, then they'll just, then screw it, I'll quit. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. <laughs> you go ahead and do that. There's that. 15, 20, back in my day, fifteen dollar an hour job right out the window because we were pay, getting paid like, I think minimum wage was like five something. Oh Back yeah. then, yeah, yeah. So, so 15, fifteen, yeah, jumping in it, jumping in at a fifteen pay rate. You know, it's like what, seventeen, eighteen? It's like, dude, what are you doing? I, you know, this is this is like life changing cash. Mm-hmm. This is this is you. In three years, already in your home, in a home, got your truck or car, whatever you want, got your boat or camper, mm-hmm. got your RV or, yeah. RV, uh you know, uh, four wheelers, whatnot. You know, you got, you got that. You can have things in a few, in two or three years because your parents aren't going to throw you out right away. They're going to let you save money up. There's your home, you know, yeah, down payment for your home, get your truck, get your cars. You get everything going in three years. Working in a job back then at that pay rate, and s- still got money in the bank. See, yeah. you know it wasn't, and you're not living check to check and stuff. But being young, you want to do everything. That takes up your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know your free time. Yeah. Which that's what that's what sucks about working. You know, it's like when you get older, you you've gotten past that point. You accept it. You know. hmm But in your youth, man, you want to do everything under the sun and work. Is, you can't do it without having a job that you get money to do it with yeah but then you get these jobs where all of a sudden seems like all they want is any every moment of your free time yeah you got to work six days a week we're doing seven days a week but we're only working six hour days yeah but it's seven Seven days days a week week. (laughs) you know Uh yeah it gets rough out there and stuff And, and being young like like people are it's hard to, it's hard to keep jobs like that mm-hmm. you know because you want to run out and have fun and drink with your buddies or you know go go on that trip up north or out west or down south or out east or whatever you know? yeah and stuff because they get to go mm-hmm. you know now the friends I had it didn't lose control like that had jobs like that did the right thing and went to work and did all that As soon as they started having vacation time all of a sudden now they're the ones everybody's like man I oh man i want to go with you out there i ain't got no money to order. well i'm gonna be going for three or four days i got took vacation yeah so basically you're being paid out there to play yep <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. but getting to that point because i don't know some jobs how long it takes to get vacation time yeah you know stuff like that the youth usually don't hold out but if you can get to that point and then you're like, I got vacation, man. I want to go to the mud bog, and I'll do that for a week straight if I want and get paid every day to do it, you know. Okay, well, you got any more? No, I think I'm tapped. Okay, well, I think we'll just call this episode 17. a done one, and I appreciate everybody tuning in. And I tell you what, if you got any funny work stories, you could always email us. We'd love to read about them, and we'd even read them on an episode uh, we get enough so this is dad and this is son and we will see you next time on coffee bar stories thank you and good night thank you for listening this is dad and son on the coffee bar stories a dtz entertainment presentation check
1: in every two weeks for a new episode all music was brought to you today by kevin mcloid